hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we are the two blokes. My name's Trevor Long from Your Tech Life, and with me each and every week, Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. Hello, Trevor. How are you going? The big 6-0, mate. We're, we're very, very old. We celebrate a lot because it seems like, you know, these Our years... podcast is a celebration every week, Trevor. Well, uh, every week of broadcast is a celebration. That's but right. anyway, 60 episodes down, uh, millions more to come. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Uh, YourTechLife.com is where to find me. TechGuide.com.au is where to find Stephen. And almost everything we'll talk about tonight here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, on a rare occasion, the two blokes were in the same room this week, and uh, we were at the uh, some gala bloody hotel in Sydney, and it was for the Samsung Smart TV launch. Now, we'd seen a lot of this, um, the screens themselves, I guess, it's CES, but there were, I've got to say, there was a couple of really important takeouts from me from that, and mine are probably a lot different to yours, although one of them's definitely yours, mate, because it's the confirmation of Foxtel coming to Samsung TVs. Absolutely. Good to have that confirmed from your um, big early news back in That's January. That's right, yeah. Well, at CES, uh, I, uh, a contact of mine let, uh, let me know that it was, uh, that it was coming. In, in April, actually, I was originally told, but it was very nice to hear it uh, confirmed yesterday at the Samsung event. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was good news. But, no, I... Uh, it's very rare they get the two blokes in the same room, so you know it's a big event when they do, and exactly. uh, they really have a very impressive range of smart TVs that uh, really lead the way in terms of very ambitious range is the word that comes to mind, because not only do they all look great, the design, really thin bezels, and, and they've got the built-in cameras and microphones, but the, the interactivity, the yep. connectivity, the content itself, they've got quite uh, a lot of selling points. I think they mentioned the four pillars, which was yeah. picture quality, of course, smart interaction, the smart content and the smart interactivity. So, God, I uh, hope they're written we'll down in front of you. Very briefly. Fair income. Are they written down in front of you? I wouldn't remember those if you tried. Oh, I, wrote, I wrote my story on oh, Tech Guide uh, late last night. So uh, they're firmly planted, <laughs> firmly in, planted in your mind. So the couple of things that stood out for me, and, and they're probably, as I said, they're probably not the big things, but they're launching a, a thing they're calling Direct LED, which is basically a cheap system. They're well aware that they are losing sales to cheap um, no-name brands in, in retailers and online. That, that yes. They're well aware of that. It's very clear. And they're not trying to beat them on price. They're just trying to say, hey, you can buy a Samsung at $650 or so. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're yeah. just bringing a, a range in well, at a, a price move, which, I think, mate, I think it's genius. They all, all want smart TVs too, but it's got, it's got the smarts, which is important. And and see, the thing is, it's it looks from the front just like any other Samsung TV. I mean, the, this you wouldn't know, but it's from the side where you realise it's a bit fatter. So, you know, it's got bigger components in it, therefore well, it's... You're not going to carry this around in your pocket, eh? It doesn't well, really no, matter if it's a bit it, thicker. Exactly. But some people, you know, they're, they're, they're vanity-wise, <laughs> they're looking at that kind of thing. So I thought that was a really interesting announcement. Um, yeah, true, I, yeah. Well, uh, the, 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 but, the, but in terms of, I think, uh, the, the, Phil Newton, who, who got up and spoke, he's the head of AV at Samsung, he, he addressed that issue that obviously there's customers out there who 
who exactly. want to, some of them look for the cheapest product, but there are other customers who who look for quality and look for features, and and I think their range sort of caters for a lot of those people who want to start maybe direct LED or go all the way to the top with the the Series Eight, top of the line Series Eight. But in terms of picture quality, I think the, the there's still that's a real big emphasis for Samsung because they, they said it's the number one thing customers look for is picture quality, mm-hmm. and with these new range, they've got that micro dimming technology, which mm-hmm. basically can lighten and darken parts of the screen a lot more accurately. They put to a give dual core processor, in, processor yeah, in these powered things, powered by the dual core, yeah. absolutely sort of thing we're used to talking about with smartphones and computers, and now on TVs now. So oh look, it had to, to happen. How advanced it? they are. It, it had to happen. Look, the other thing, um, the other thing for me. And again, we I, I don't declare, but I, I, I boast that I won my LG TV. Uh, oh, but the thing I, about I my LG TV... Well, yeah, we'll yeah. share that with our yeah. listeners one day. Uh, we've very, done that. Very, if you go back, man, go back through the episodes, people, you'll know that I won a TV. <laughs> Fenix, Fenix, very dirty about it, and he'll get over it one day. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> 2010 this was. You know, really nice, smart TV. Plasma, very nice. Got all the uh, you know apps there, you know, Google Maps and Big Pond Music and, and movies came to it after a while. Very good. 2011 came around. They launched some new TVs with really nice interface. Uh, I was I was out of the ballpark. I had nothing. I couldn't upgrade. Yeah. I couldn't get the download. Samsung have smashed it. I got to tell you, I reckon this is. It's going to be very hard for me not to recommend a Samsung when people say, oh, what brand, because yeah. of this feature. They've put in a smart expandable portal. You'll tell me the exact name. But yeah. basically, just like your PC, you can open it up and put a, put a card in. They've put a little slot in the back of these TVs. So you buy a 2012 smart TV from Samsung, and in 2013, when they come out and say, oh, look at this, whatever it is, you can go and for 149 bucks buy a little chip, Pull out the back of the TV, whack the chip in, and you've got the 2013 model. Yeah, that, this is, and that, that that's a really compelling feature because how often do people ask you? We get asked a lot. We are, what do you what do you recommend? And big people's biggest fear they're going to drop a couple of two three thousand yeah. dollars, and then a year later their TV is going to be out of date. So yeah. great move on Samsung. And it's behalf, not just so one year. year; it's a five, five year, year upgrade. upgrade. So each so, year you can spend 150 bucks, and you can make sure that in 2017. You've got the latest smarts in your TV. I think but it's also brilliant. too. Remember, if you buy a TV in say 2014, it goes you've got another five, five years from then as well. Mm. So this is going to be a Samsung edition now. So, but a lot of people think, well, so obviously Samsung want you to buy TVs, don't they? Of course, but yeah. I think I don't know how. Just speaking to people, industry people, they're saying, well, I don't know how the retailer is going to sort of take that. It's going to kind of deprive them of business because people aren't going to be upgrading their TVs as often. But I thought about it this way: like, it's not like people are going to buy a TV every second year. No. Uh, and in the in the in- intervening five years. Um, they're actually going to make $149 when they normally wouldn't have made any money you no. know, in that intervening period. So, And, and if, anyone think thinks, if anyone thinks that everyone's holding onto it for a full five years, they're kidding. They're putting the – in, in three or four years, they're putting one of the TVs in the spare room. So, you know, they're, they're, that's what they're doing with that second TV, and that's what they're upgrading. Well, I think we should uh, – well, let's, let's talk about the interactivity, shall we? Yeah. The, uh, the camera and the microphone is sort of the standout features for me, the fact that you can interact with the TV in a totally different way with voice control, oh, yeah. gesture control, face recognition as well. So uh, you can talk to the TV, make gestures, use – there's a web browser. You can use your hand to be the mouse on the web browser. Uh, and the face recognition to set the preferences or the, your, Skype, your Skype account if you want to use Skype uh, on the TV. Uh, so, and you know, the risk, you, you become the remote control. So yeah. uh, if, if the remote does fall down the back of the lounge, it's not such a big deal. You can actually talk to this thing. And, and But the, that's the other really cool thing about it is with the remote, um, if you don't want to yell at your TV across the lounge room, you can actually pick up the remote, press a button and talk into the remote. 
Yes, and it's got the trackpad too, like your laptop. So if you want to navigate using that smart remote, uh, they've thought of everything, Samsung, with this one. I've got to tell you, I think they have. I think they've really thought of everything. So if you want to read more about the Samsung range of smart TVs, the best place to look is techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, it appears it's uh, it's Smart TV TV Week, Trevor. And <laughs> what I don't think TV Week uh, anything to do with the Logies, but smart the week of a lot of smart TVs because I happen to be at the LG Smart TV launch today. I was representing for the two. Oh, mate, I was down to go. I had my name on the list. It just didn't happen. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was there to cover cover our Thanks, bases, mate. But uh, the LG uh, introduced their own smart TV range, their Cinema 3D smart TV range, to be precise. And similar similar story, very heavy focus on design. Mm. Obviously, uh, technology advances that uh, some pretty impressive new technology aboard these devices too. Uh, but they've also gone down the passive 3D path again. Uh, big that was a massive selling point today with the lightweight passive glasses which we've used in the past. Mm. Uh, a lot of people argue whether it's is it actually full HD, is it not HD? Uh, they, there was a court case last year I think that, that allowed them to sort of call it full full HD. And let's 3D. not get ourselves. Samsung but, uh, alluded yeah, to that last right, night as well. Yeah. You know, Samsung uh, no, well, stood up and talked about design, Active Shutter. Uh, they, the Cinema 3D, a really impressive feature was the dual play function. Now, if you're a gamer. Uh, and you like playing uh, multiplayer, but in the same room, mm-hmm. what normally happens is you have a split screen. So you, your player has either the top half mm-hmm. or the top, the, the left or right side of the screen. Yeah. And, you know, that's how you play your game against each other in the sa- on the same TV. Now, with dual play, you both wear a pair of 3D glasses, and it offers a full screen view to one player and a full screen view to the other player. Hang on, didn't Sony announce this some time well, ago? Sony got a PlayStation 3 monitor, but it's only, I think it's only 30, 27 inches. Uh, it's quite small. Right. But LG's actually, I, I played against a professional Call of Duty player today. I actually scored a kill against him, which I'm very proud of, but uh, on, a, on a big 55-inch LG TV. So rather than you having to share half of the TV, you get your full view. And what they do is you wear the special glasses. So one player's got two left lenses in there. In their on their glasses, mm-hmm. the other player's got two right lenses, so each person has their own view of the screen. Can we just go back a step? A professional Call of Duty player? Yes, they were professional. They had two professional players there. What does that mean? And uh, just giving us a demo of the just playing against each other. And I said, I said, mate, do you reckon I can have a go against one of you blokes? And I sat down. I think he took it easy against me, but uh, I did score a kill against him, which I'm pretty proud of. You know, I'm a big Call of Duty fan. I'm, but, uh, I'm just more worried about the fact that there are people who call themselves professional. Oh yeah, professional Call of Duty players, players, absolutely. Oh yeah, I considered it myself, but I think I had other things I had to do. It's interesting, <laughs> you know, for LG to because Samsung were asked the question uh, on Monday, Tuesday night about why they weren't talking about 3D, and they said, "Look, it's just a standard feature." LG are kind of sticking with the big promotion of 3D, so that I think they'll probably gain a bit more market share. And I think they are the passive thing is working for them because it is an yeah. easy sell. Um, but you know, one, and, and one, I, th- uh, I think the average one, Joe doesn't doesn't mind it to be honest. Yeah, no, I agree. But uh, on on the control side now, LG and you and I both saw this at CES as well. One big thing LG were promoting were voice and gesture control also. Hmm. But at the show, I don't know whether you saw this on their stand. They actually had a camera and attached camera attachment to perform the gestures and to talk to it to, for that control. Yes, that's right. 
they were not to be seen at this launch today, but the, the, rather they used the magic remote, which is kind of like the Wii remote. You know how yeah. you can use it on the screen? And you talk into that remote for voice control, uh-huh. and you use you press a button and, and do the gesture with the remote control. So rather than it actually seeing you, it uses you, you work through the remote control. You know why? I think, uh, I think it, to keep the cost down is what, what I'm guessing. I don't think it worked very well at CES. Oh, it did. I, I took a video, actually. I ran a video on Tech Guide. I shot a video and, and edited it together, and, and it, it looked pretty good. Like, you know, he was winding was his, it, hand, his fingers was it a video the volume of, up and it, down. And, but it was a video yeah, of maybe L- it's a bit buggy. I'm not sure. But it was an I, LG I, I, person demonstrating asked, it. Maybe end of the year, early next year, maybe we'll yeah. see some models with those features on it. But um, or, or another thing we should mention, too, and this was the same case with Samsung yesterday, content is another thing that they were yeah. pushing as well. Direct access to Big Pond movies, uh, things like you know NRL Game Analyzer, Catch-Up to TV, Yahoo, uh, ABC iView, Plus 7, I think it's called. So all that, too, is built into the back end. No Foxtel for LG, Foxtel for Samsung, but the content was as big a part of the story uh, as the technology itself because now that it being a connected device, uh, that was a very important uh, part of the presentation today. Content is king. It's about time that one of these companies put the two blokes on their smart TV, frankly. (laughs) Well... I think we should broker a deal with somebody, Trevor. Uh, LG Smart TV range. Out um, out soon and more information at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, another one this week that was very interesting. Um, uh, there was there was a few murmurs going around one, one afternoon evening about what Telstra were announcing the next day. And it, it turned out it was going to be a streaming music service. And I've got to be honest... I started speculating to myself, thankfully I didn't publish because it was way too early, that, that maybe they were teaming up with Spotify because Spotify had announced they were coming to Australia. They, they, yeah, they'd almost, and we're still waiting. They'd almost announced a, you know, a, a PR date and all these kind of things, and it kind of just got, all got delayed. And so I thought, maybe, ooh. Anyway, it wasn't Spotify. They've teamed up with a company in America called Mog, M-O-G. I mean, oh, my God, what a stupid name. Um, O-M-G, M-O-G. But anyway, they've teamed up with Mog, who is one of the big players, probably one of the big three in the U.S. streaming uh, music market. And they've said, look, um, we're going to come to market later this year with um, with streaming music. Uh, un- and the key features for me, because uh, until we can test this thing and see the c- actual catalogue, telling me you've got 15 million songs is irrelevant. I want to know what songs they are because it's, yeah. it's just like movies. You know, if you can't get The Great Escape, you don't have every movie. Um, mm. If you can't get every Beatles track, well, you don't have every song. Um, so forgetting the fact that we don't know about the actual catalogue or the price, but we can assume the price will be the same you as everyone speculate. else. speculate, yeah. It's nine ninety nine in the US, yeah. so... 13 bucks here, just like the others. Exactly. Now, the, th- the two key things for me are top quality, so it's going to come down at 320K, which is you know really good That's quality nice. streaming. Yep. But also, if you're a Telstra customer, Telstra Next G, or you know, so whether you're at home on your internet or on your mobile phone, it's going to be unmetered. That's excellent. Yeah, it's well, a big it, thing. It's an advantage if you're a Telstra customer, and, and you, you don't have to be a Telstra customer, I think they pointed out in the release. Oh, no, many times. The fact <laughs> that Telstra are partnering with Mog to bring this service, it's available to all customers, but it was obviously the perk of having being a Telstra customer is that it's the unmeted because I think that's the one thing – that's the dark side of music streaming, I think, for some yep. people, is the data you're going to consume. If you, use, if you use a lot of music, you want to stream music or download music, it's going to hit your cap pretty pretty hard if you've got a limited amount on your mobile. I've so, got to say, I've got four gig on my mobile, and um, I stream pretty much every afternoon on the way home. You stream 
ELO and Stevie Wonder and Mate, all those things all the time I've I see got, in your Facebook I've got the feed. same playlist. I just run it. I just, John Farnham, back there. You've worn it. I think you've worn out their discs. Buble. Uh, you know what? Can I tell you this John on audio? Because I maybe. use audio at the moment. I have actually worn them out because there's a couple of songs <laughs> I can't access anymore. Um, it's very weird bugging their system. But anyway, I do think that that's their big advantage over every streaming music service in Australia. It doesn't matter whether it's audio, Spotify, or you know Samsung's music thing or blackberry music whatever it is I mean, can you believe blackberry's still got a music thing <laughs> uh, unbelievable I've got, got a question though about mog mm. in the US the part of their service is a free service that's driven by advertising oh so I don't know whether Telstra will introduce that. I, I doubt that I think they'll probably just in, introduce the primo unlimited music ad free service but I, I, I did check out the Mog, the US website, and there was a free service that's just going to plaster your screen full of ads. Yeah, but uh, Tell, you know what, Australia's not to big see enough. What they release here, Australia's not big enough for that. I've got to be honest. I don't think Australia's big enough to have a an advertising driven streaming music market. But Another we, interesting only time thing I noticed too is that you can either use obviously you can use the an app for your smartphone or tablet, mm-hmm. or Mog's HTML5 browser based player. So does that mean that you can browse on a iPhone or iPad? Absolutely. On the, it's HTML5? Absolutely, yep. And, and more, most importantly, that will also mean that a lot of the best new smart TVs will be able to access it too. Of course. So that's the, you know, it's a real multi-platform play. So look, interesting yeah. stuff from, from Telstra. We, we look forward to getting the pricing and stuff. It's one of those things, why did you announce it? But anyway, we'll wait and see the actual details um, when they come about. But if you want the basic details and read the, the information that's come to hand, uh, techguide.com.au. And we do two blokes talking tech each and every week, thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, the place to go if you want to connect with innovation, whether you want a, a new uh, network for your home, whether you want to bring the internet in uh, top quality and distribute it throughout the home, whether you've got cables running through your home or you want to get with the program and get the best Wi-Fi through your home, Netgear has the solution for you. Dual band routers that allow you to stream IPTV for all these new great smart TVs, Bring that to your TV on a wireless network that is dedicated to that and do all your other surfing on a second network. That can happen in a dual band router from Netgear. And importantly, if your if your home's got Wi-Fi black spots, Netgear has a range. Uh, poor, poor choice of words, a range of range extenders. They have multiple range extenders that you can get to actually push your Wi-Fi network into those black spots. So whole stack of great solutions for you in your home or small business, netgear.com.au, the place to go for all your networking solutions. Netgear, proud sponsors of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, you mentioned Netgear with uh, supplying wireless networks. There's a, a new device that Uniden uh, has released that will take advantage of that wireless network. It's a do-it-yourself wireless surveillance system. Now, there's people obviously concerned. Uh, they want to be secure in their home, their, their office, their property in general. Uh, and Uniden have released a, property, uh, a product called The Guardian. And what it basically is, it's wireless cameras and a wireless monitor, so you can set up a, a, a what was, would have been a quite a sophisticated surveillance system, real plug-and-play system wirelessly. So it takes advantage of your Wi-Fi network, and not only can you view it locally, you can also access the feeds from the cameras remotely using a, a smartphone or tablet app that works on the iPhone, iPad, and on Android devices as well. So if you want to monitor, you want maybe away on holidays or you want to keep an eye on your property, maybe or your office or 
any anything that you can think of, the unit and guardian can uh, can really present a good solution. Look, I think these things are. Um, there's a lot of these different types around. Let's not kid ourselves. But Uniden is got. They've got a good name. Um, for for a lot of kind of stuff in the home, mainly because of their, their, their cordless phones. So people, the average Joe, if, if I can be so derogatory, really know the brand Uniden, and I think that's a really powerful thing for them. And this surveillance kind of technology, and it's a terrible word, surveillance, but, you know, because it, it sounds so overbearing. But, you know, it's a great thing to have for, for many different reasons, and to be able to get it from Uniden is a, is a great thing. So uh, if you yeah, want... Well- it, it, I've actually used one of their products. So on, I've got their their video video intercom yeah. at home here. So yeah. when someone presses the front doorbell, the monitor in the in the kitchen, you can see who's at the door. You can even talk to them through the monitor. You so can even leave leave got, video messages about who who was bloody calling. That's right. Yeah, you can record who came to your door, and and with this system too, the Guardian, it also can record feeds from up to four different cameras on the single SD card. So it's quite a sophisticated system. It's four, five hundred and forty nine for your monitor and two camera setup. You can buy extra cameras if you like, but it, it's uh, if, if you do want to keep an eye on your on your place, you might have a holiday home. You might want to keep an eye on your pets. You might want to keep an eye on all sorts of things. Um, it, it's it, it's a Decent solution that will is it's plug and play, very no running cables yeah, or anything like that's that. A great it's a Wi-Fi thing. solution that really won't intimidate anyone who who wants to set up a system. It's, it looks pretty simple and out of the box. It'll work. You really can rely on you then for the plug and play. So check out more information at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now I went, I went crazy this week, and I went to two events uh, oh today. <laughs> today I popped into the city and had a look at the new um, new AR drone from Parrot. This is that flying helicopter, quadricopter thing that you control originally with with the iPhone. Originally, it, it, it was released kind of virally. Very, very seemed like a gimmick. But this thing has gone crazy. I mean, it's selling really well here in Australia, let alone around the world. It's essentially a, a flying device with four spinning propellers on it that um, you know keep it afloat in the air, um, and you can bump into things pretty safely with, with the cover that goes around it. You control it with your iPhone, your iPad, and they released an Android app for it too. The version 2 will be available in Australia in June at about $349. Essentially, it looks the same. It's, it's the same style thing, but... The, the app has been remarkably improved. The, the ability to record video on the fly and then upload it very quickly to YouTube is very good. It's in HD quality now, 720 HP. Um, <laughs> HD. You can yeah. watch it on your smart TV, the video. Mate, you, you, this is the thing. You can actually hook it up to your Apple TV so you can, you can kind of show it on the big screen while you're flying the thing. It's crazy. But it, it's just a little bit easier to control. There's a couple of things about the original... You'll, you'll know this, mate, because I think you've got one. I've got you, the original one, you, yeah. You bump into something and it twists, and then you've got to, you know, in your mind, remember that it's twisted and turn out of the twist to go back to where you were going. Now, if it bumps into something and kind of turns on its axis towards a different direction, it'll automatically bring itself back to, the, to face which way you were going originally, and then well, that's good you can news, keep going. Because I always get into trouble when I fly it inside the house here. Yeah, I've not, always got to take it outside. Not not a good idea for the marriage, <laughs> I would have thought. Um, and, and a couple, it's got a trick in it. Now you can flip the thing over and stuff. But essentially, um, you know, a few, few more um, safeguards that will allow it to kind of just hover away and wait for you. At, uh, cool. you know, if, if and it's iPhone and Android as well now. iPhone, iPad, Android, everything. So, look, three forty nine. It's um, a real man toy, don't you think? That's a great toy. Absolutely, mate. This is, if you've got an iPad and you've got disposable income this is almost the man toy to be honest so uh, the parrot ar drone it'll be at eb games and all those kind of retailers again um out in june for 349 two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with trevor long and stephen fennick 
Now, I, uh, I wrote about a cool little app, an app accessory this week uh, from a company called Kajito. I think that's how you pronounce them, and, and it's called The Dot. Now, what this is, is basically a clip with a, a circular lens that you clip on the, onto your iPhone, mm-hmm. iPhone 4 or iPhone 4S, and it allows you to shoot 360-degree video. So right. it's it is quite remarkable. You, you you attach you attach the accessory, so you attach the dot to your phone, and then Starting you download the free that word. Looker app as well. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then you you set it up, you calibrate it so that it's it's the lens is all lined up. Yeah, and you then wherever you want to shoot, whether you want to shoot, I don't know yourself out on the harbour or a you know, nice view. Like we've heard of panoramic shots on a digital camera, hmm. where you do a sweeping shot left to right. This is that version. This is a panoramic video shot that once you've recorded it uh, and uploaded it, you can then press play and then drag the picture and just switch the camera view around 360 degrees while you're playing it. So does it, any it, part of the 360 degrees can be viewed at any time. And does it record in, the, in your normal kind of camera roll format? And I mean, that's what I'm trying to no, understand. No, it saves it, it saves it to the app's memory. Yeah, right. Okay. And you can upload it also to uh, to the collection on the platform that called DotSpots, the Kajido platform. So you can upload all these people around the world have download, uploaded their, their DotSpot videos. And it's a really cool tool. If you get a, get there's a link to my to the website on mm, Tech Guide. Mm, mm. There's some really clever uses. There's a, I think there's a great video kid riding his skateboard uh, using using uh, the the dot as well. There's so many. I, I saw another one. Someone t- went, took it to a concert. So you can have uh, you, you know you've seen those virtual reality things where you turn around mm-hmm. all the way 360 degrees, and that's usually just an image. Well, imagine that as a video. That's so a moving 360-degree picture. I'm going to say this, Stephen. Quite impressive. I'm going to say this. I think it's impressive. I think it's a very cool piece of technology. I think, though, it's not worth a billion dollars. Well, maybe Instagram already owned this company. I don't know. Mm, mm. But, I don't uh, yeah. it, there's, It's fifty nine ninety five for the app accessory. The uh, the app is itself is free, the Looker app, Actually. and there's a link to uh, the site where you can buy it on Tech Guide. So you can fifty nine ninety five if you if you're into making cool videos, it really does add a huge uh, talent to your iPhone camera. It's already a good camera. But uh, it, to capture these 360-degree videos, it's very impressive. You can read more about it at techguide.com.au, and uh, I guess if it's worth 59 bucks, then maybe the company's worth $59 billion using the Instagram method. But uh, I'm, no, uh, I'm no share trader or a stockbroker, so maybe I'm wrong. You know, I've got a lot of gadgets. I've got an original Condor 64, but I, I think I know what they're all worth. There's a bloke in Canada, and you listed. You, you talked about this on techguide.com.au, so you can have a look at this thing. It's the oldest Mac, <laughs> allegedly, and it's a prototype. It wasn't actually the, 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 the model went for sale because it's got a f- five-inch floppy and not the three-and-a-half-inch or whatever they're called. Yeah, it's rare, but this one. <clears throat> this is an absolute prototype, um, and this bloke's listed it on eBay. It's in bloody good nick. Let's not kid ourselves. Listed yeah, it on eBay for a $100,000. Is he cuckoo? <laughs> Breaking news, though the actual uh, the eBay item has ended. Yeah, and with zero bids. What a shock! Passed in at nine hundred ninety nine ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars. What a complete the user, though, by the way. The seller's name is Wozniak. Yeah, and that's what a Wozniak fool. with a C. 
He's apparently an Apple fanboy who lives in Canada hmm. who explains, he takes a paragraph on the listing to explain he's not Steve Wozniak, hmm. but a big fan. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it is. he's calling it the oldest complete Mac in existence. Hmm. Uh, and it does have that 5.25-inch drive that was at the time on the Lisa computer back in the early 80s. But they found that Twiggy drive, that, that's what it was called, to be a bit flaky. So they replaced it with the Sony 3.5-inch for the launch in January 84, which mm. makes this a very rare prototype. But uh, yeah. not worth 100000 by yeah. the looks of that. It's been yeah. passed in. I don't know whether it's been relisted, but um, some fanboy with a massive, massive bank account may scoop this up. You never mm. know. He needs to go back to drinking Coke and eating burger rings. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Mate, we've only got a minute left, but let's let's try and I want to I want you to give us the HTC One X. In, we'll give it two minutes. People won't mind. I, I want you to give us give us the the real pricey of this phone because I've read a lot of really good things about this phone. The HTC Two Minute Review. Here we go. Design excellent. Got a nice white case. Four point seven inch screen. Uh, feels very good in your hands. Got a slight curved uh, rear panel. Well, only weighs 130 grams. It was quite light. I thought, is the battery in this thing? But it's a, <laughs> it's a sealed compartment, so it, it, the battery was in it. It's got a pop-open SIM tray just like the iPhone does. Um, the, 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 it's also got Beats audio, so it, it improves the audio output. Uh, the included headphone, earphones were okay, but I, I plugged in a pair of Bose and the, and the Sony XBAs we spoke about last week, and boy, it did step it up a class, so the audio output was terrific. Camera, excellent camera, mm. almost as good as the iPhone 4S camera up there one of the best probably the best android smartphone camera i've used uh the only downside the battery it it was a very look it it is a quad core phone so it it, it is burning through probably a lot of power with a big screen and quad core processor speaking of the quad core very zippy performance not i wouldn't call it twice as fast as a dual core no but certainly you're not you're not waiting around for things to happen with this phone but yeah, the battery, sort of a full charge by morning. By dinner time, you're looking for the PowerPoint. Yeah. Uh, that's probably its only downfall. I took, I took a half a mark off it for that. I gave a four and a half out of five. It, it is the next generation Android phone, Android 4.0, the latest version of HTC Sense user interface as well. But uh, yeah, the battery, you know, not, not a deal breaker, still an excellent phone to use. But uh, it, it uh, hopefully version X2 or whatever they're going to call the next one may have a better battery. That is pretty much everything I've spent all week reading about the phone. Well done, mate. That's a, that's a very good review in a very short space of time. And if you want to give that review the due that it's worth, you can go to techguide.com.au for all the latest news and information about technology. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. We cracked through that one very quickly, episode 60. Two Blokes Talking Tech, thanks to Netgear, and we thank them for their support. Um, the Two Blokes are off to the IT Journal Awards uh, this week. We may uh, we may be episode 61, the award-winning Two Blokes Should Talking Tech. Should we take tech. the gear to the awards night? If we win, Trevor, we should do a live, no. live show or keep, wait till next week, do you think? No, because if we, if we don't win, I'll bash <laughs> someone with it. And, you know, I don't, I don't, now that that's on the record, I don't want that. So, you know, no, mate, we'll have a lovely evening enjoying yes. win, 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 lose or, win, lose say. or draw. Yeah, it's great to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an I'll honor be, just to be nominated. Oh, yeah, it's an honor to be nominated. <laughs> I'll say that all night, too. As long as I get the beef and not the chicken, mate, that's the main thing. Oh, if we're sitting I'll together. be sitting next to you, yeah. so I'm happy to swap. I'll, I'll eat anything. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech. Thanks to Netgear. You can uh, keep up with the latest in technology at techguide.com.au. And if you want help, advice, or anything about technology, my podcast is yourtechlife.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Yeah.